Chapter Twenty Four of the Queen's Necklace by Alexander Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The examination. At last, Jean said, "Where is this carriage taking me to, Cardinal?" "Back to your own house, Countess." "My house, in the Faubourg." "Yes, Countess." A very small house to contain so many charms. They soon stopped. Jean alighted, and he was preparing to follow her, but she stopped him and said, It is very late, Cardinal. Adieu, then, said he, and he drove away, absorbed with the scene at the ball. Jean entered alone into her new house. Six lackeys waited for her in the hall, and she looked at them as calmly as though she had been used to it all her life. "'Where are my femme de chambre?' said she. One of the men advanced respectfully. Two women wait for madame in her room.' "'Call them.' The valet obeyed. "'Where do you usually sleep?' said Jean to them when they entered. "'We have no place as yet,' said one of them. We can sleep wherever madame pleases. Where are the keys? Here, madame. Well, for this night you shall sleep out of the house. The women looked at her in surprise. You have some place to go to? said Jean. Certainly, madame, but it is late. Still, if madame wishes. And these men can accompany you. She continued, dismissing the valets also, who seemed rather pleased. "'When shall we return?' asked one of them. "'Tomorrow at noon.' They seemed more astonished than ever, but Jean looked so imperious that they did not speak. "'Is there anyone else here?' she asked. "'No one, madame. It is impossible for madame to remain like this. Surely you must have someone here.' "'I want no one.' the house might take fire madame might be ill go all of you said jean and take this added she giving them money from her purse they all thanked her and disappeared saying to each other that they had found a strange mistress jean then locked the doors and said triumphantly now i am alone here in my own house she now commenced an examination, admiring each thing individually. The ground floor contained a bathroom, dining room, three drawing rooms, and two morning rooms. The furniture of these rooms was handsome, though not new. It pleased Jean better than if it had been furnished expressly for her. All the rich antiques disdained by fashionable ladies, the marvelous pieces of carved ebony, the glass lustres, the gothic clocks, the chef d'oeuvre of carving and enamel, the screens with embroidered Chinese figures and the immense vases threw Jean into indescribable raptures. Here on a chimney-piece two gilded tritons were bearing branches of coral, upon which were hung jeweled fruits. In another place on a gilded console table was an enormous elephant, with sapphires hanging from his ears, supporting a tower filled with little bottles of scent. Books in gilt bindings were on rosewood shelves, one room was hung with gobelin tapestry, and furnished in grey and gold, another panelled in paintings by Vernet. The small rooms contained pictures, the whole was evidently the collection of years. 
Jean examined it all with delight. Then, as her domino was inconvenient, she went into her room to put on a dressing-gown of wadded silk, and secure of meeting no one. She wandered from room to room, continuing her examination, till at last, her light nearly exhausted, she returned to her bedroom, which was hung with embroidered blue satin. She had seen everything, and admired everything. There only remained herself to be admired, and she thought, as she undressed before the long mirror, that she was not the object least worthy of admiration in the place. At last, wearied out with pleasurable excitement, she went to bed and soon sank to sleep. End of chapter 24 Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia